Welcome to the CEO of You podcast, where we interview go-getters and people who are making stuff happen for themselves. And today we've got a big one. We've got on someone who started with us at the beginning of our journey with the podcast and somebody who fast forward a year later is doing great things in the industry. Today is an episode focused on AI and automation and web scraping. And man, we have some alarming news for you guys. Some real alarming news, but before we even get into the news, they need to know why they should listen to you. What makes you qualified to talk about AI, tech, web scraping? Obviously, when it comes to obviously being qualified to what I'm talking about, like obviously the accolades are there, innit? You know, featured on BBC, featured in news articles. Like I'm dubbed Lester's Mark Zuckerberg. So I know what I'm talking about. I've already been, you know, building my experience both in the industry and in business as well. So, you know, all my testimonials are there. All my students, they know, you know, what I bring to the table has changed their life for the trajectory of their business for the future. So I've seen good news about AI. I've also seen bad news with AI. The goals are saying when there's a utopia, there's also a dystopia, mm. bad things and good things. So let me just ask you this. I would love to start on a positive note, but I'm seeing more bad news than I am Goodness. about AI. Can you tell me what's one of the alarming news about AI that's happened recently? I've been told AI is basically the new currency. Obviously, a lot of people know that I built um, a couple of scrapers for scraping emails and phone numbers from my bedroom. So the fact that I was able to do that from my bedroom, like with no like intervention of anybody else, and it's out here now, it's like the stage of the industry where we are now, anybody can essentially do anything. Like the, the limit to what you can do is unhinged. So, so what's the worst they could do? For example, let's say hacking into a, a database in a hospital, for example. You see that bomb that happened in Gaza yeah. recently in that hospital? Like, that only happened because they knew the patients that were in that hospital, if you get what I'm saying. So because they knew the people that are in there are identified to a certain nation, therefore they attacked that hospital. But the only way they knew is by data. So you, so you think... Just to be sure, you think someone may have data hacked the hospital in Gaza, received received information that they obviously from that country, and then targeted that place. Obviously, like how they found that information, nobody knows in it. But it's like due to the fact that AI is so enhanced now, these are things that can happen. Do you know what I'm saying? And like I said to you, the scrapers that I've built, I built them from my bedroom. So it's like there's no there's no red tape anymore. Do you know what I'm saying? Like information and data is mm. accessible for anyone to manipulate it and do whatever they want with it. Do you know what I'm saying? So with that in mind, obviously we always say with good power comes good responsibility, innit? Yeah. But there's obviously bad things that can happen too. So let's yeah. just say my data was to fall in the wrong, the wrong hands of somebody who's yeah. what what exactly would they receive from the Well, what I like to say is if I have access to your data, that's the quickest way for me to read your mind. You know, I remember when I was eight years old. We got robbed in my neighborhood. But the only reason why we got robbed is because the person who came and broke into the house knew that on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we go to church at 6 p.m. That's data that they've gathered. Maybe not through a computer, but through monitoring the times we leave the house and come back. And that's information they've recorded so that they can time the burglary perfectly. Do you know what I'm saying? So if they've got data about you, they track your behavior, they know the way you do things, and that makes you more vulnerable to them. Maybe in a good way, for let's say marketing purposes. Mm. Maybe they know because you go to JD a lot, they're gonna start sending you emails about JD products. But they can also use it in a bad way. 
maybe someone wants to track you down, walk you down and stalk you right down to whether it's killing you, attacking you or whatever. This all comes down to data at the end of the day. Because remember, data runs the world, runs the internet. And yeah, you just hope that the people that are behind these systems are you know, responsible enough to do it for the greater good, but so it's not it, always like that. So why is it said to be data is the new currency? Yeah, so obviously that's the direction we're going in it for the new year, obviously particularly 2024. Obviously where we've come with AI to this day, like I explained to you, the same way company, I mean, countries would go to war for, let's say, oil, is the same way companies go to war for your data. So when you say data is the new currency, is because data allows businesses to understand how their customers behave. And with that, enhances their ability to track you down and promote the things that they know you like. Then that converts to money. Do you, do know, do you know what that reminds me of? I'm sure you've seen the Netflix series, The Social Dilemma. I know what you're talking oh, about. The I Social don't really Dilemma. watch it though. And where it tells you everything you do, they're just... When you put cookies in there, just yeah, say everything yeah, you do yeah, to the, what you like. Yeah, that's right. They all have information. Yeah, on, when you're going to target a, you to that, to that specific right. thing. When you go on a website and it says, do you want to accept these cookies? I always, the try, to press, click, I always try to press no or the just required right, ones right. only. I'm not going to lie. The moment you Track click me, accept bro. all, yeah, they've got your behavior analytics stored. So now they know how to promote the right ads to you. Because if I know that you're more interested in, let's say, like I said earlier, sporting products from JD, I know that they're the ads you're going to want to see. I'm not going to promote you stuff that are unrelated to your needs and desires. Do you understand? Because at the end of the day, as a business, I need to make money. So I need to appeal to you. But the only way I'm going to appeal to you is if I can read your mind. And the only way I can read your mind is by getting that data. That's how cookies work. So that's why data is so important. That's why we say data is the new world currency. Because it's through data, businesses can read your mind and I can read your mind. Like I said, I built those systems from my bedroom. So it isn't very difficult for me to know what you like and what you don't like. Do you know what I'm saying? I just need to customize it to you and what you do. And it's sorted, bro. It's done. So you can manipulate my mind. I couldn't. But when I said, but manipulating your mind from an aspect of marketing. Yeah. So I just know when to place the right things, when to put the right things in certain areas in your position so that you see it, then you get captivated. That's how marketing works at the end of the day. It's all psychological. psychological. So how do I stop being tracked? Well, is, is there anything else I can do apart from the yeah, them think, cookies? I'll be honest with you, yeah. Because like even all these platforms that we're registered to, like social media, you know, Instagram, LinkedIn, you can never not be tracked because you are willingly putting your information on the internet. As long as you're putting your information on the internet, one way or another, someone can watch you. Even me, like a regular person that you might not even think much about. Like I can access data that is customized to you and use that for my benefit. So there's no real way, unless you just have no online presence at all, especially you lot with your podcast, like <laughs> you are a lot more prominent. Do you know what I'm saying? But unless you choose to not register Please yourself- Please don't come on, to my house. Bro, I'm, I'm even talking like registering to vote. That data is online as well. You know, you can find it through the electoral poll. You know, So one way or another, I can find you. Do you understand? It just, it yeah. just depends on who's, more technically skilled to go that one step further because it still requires technical ability, you know. Yeah. But obviously, that's why I'm I'm here to kind of you know set set pace. You get it? because obviously <laughs> at the end of the day, it's only using it for the greater good. That's why it's positive. But not everyone is like that. Do you know what I'm saying? But mm. never forget, yeah. Data is genuinely the new world currency, and it might not be shown on a 
mainstream level, like on the news to say, okay, cool. We are officially using data to do X, Y, and Z. They'll never do that. But behind the scenes, this is how it works. You know, all these big companies that are making billions, they use and still ask you, will you accept these cookies? Because they still want to track you. Even though they're making billions, they're still doing it because they want to keep having that access to your mind and the way you behave, you know, so we don't stop. Do you know what I'm saying? So could you ever refuse these? Like I'm saying, the only way, obviously you can refuse to accept cookies, that's fine. But as long as you are registered online on any existing platform out there anyway, your details are somewhat trackable to some extent. Something Uh, as simple as you sign up to a, you sign up to an account to, I don't know, apply for a job. Your deals have gone off somewhere, you know? So, so I want to ask, mm. you've seen like AI and all this data stuff develop over the years, right? How dramatic has the development been? Yeah. Because it's only been like the last year I've really heard about AI. Properly. Even yeah. when I'm editing, there's like AI tools. The thing is... When I started, there wasn't AI tools. It was yeah, like, yo, do yeah, that yeah. manually, bro. Yeah, the thing is... Um, AI has always been there, but it's just became more popular among regular people, if that makes sense. But it's is always- it more accessible? It's just more accessible. That's a better way of putting it. Mm. Obviously, ChatGPT is a good example because now- Fantastic example. You can just go on a regular search and just put stuff in, it'll regurgitate, regurgitate it back to you. It seems a lot more like, oh yeah, AI is, but it's always been there, but just at different scales and levels. Like the ability for people to predict the weather, how do you think they've been doing that all these years? It's through AI. But how long have we been having weather forecasts on the news? Decades, bro. Do you know what I'm saying? Like 20, 30 years, bro. But all of that is through AI. But nobody kind of is tapped in enough to know that it's always been around us, but it's only now that it's becoming more accessible and the regular person can use it. But AI has always been around. It's just more popular. So doesn't that make it more dangerous? It definitely makes default. it more dangerous. Like I said earlier. Because now you don't even need half the brain to even yeah, you do don't. Yeah, you generally don't. But doesn't that mean also humans will become lazy from it? I mean, there's two aspects in it. The first question, obviously, what you said in it, it's like, it's definitely more dangerous in the sense that, like I said, I built those email and phone number scrapers from my bedroom. So I was just there. I had a laptop and I had an internet connection and I built it. So that means it... Like data is accessible to anybody and everybody. That is the first danger in the sense that those who are not gonna use it ethically can use it for a negative purpose. Now what you said, um, what repeat your question again. Doesn't that mean humans would also yeah, get become lazy? more lazy? Yeah, yeah. So there's there's good laziness though as well. That there's a good level of laziness because let's say me, right? Because I have a scraper that can get me thousands of emails at the click of a button, I don't need to go out of my way to go and do that. I'm still going to use it for a good purpose, but I'm, I'm lazy in a positive way, in the sense that I'm delegating the hard work. But on the flip side, obviously, as we know, with chat GPT and stuff, things like assignments, homework, and stuff like that in schools and education, and it, as dead as it might sound to hear, but it's like, at the end of the day, you know, it can also have negative effects in it because you're not going to do the work on your own no more. Yeah, you know especially I mean? so, for homework. Can yeah, everything. exactly. Yeah. I think to myself, yeah, the mm. fact that it's so accessible now, mm. makes me think that they have something powerful <laughs> in the background. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah Because yeah, yeah. there's a ChatGPT 4.0 now. Because there's one and it connects with Google search now. So I don't know if you notice, but when you search on ChatGPT, um, it usually says it can't track data before September 2021. 
Oh, yeah. But yeah. in its latest feature, it will now be able to connect with the Google search engine. So yeah, it's uh, long from then. But so still, it's from that moment, I still think they have something more. No, 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 100% that, there is. Yeah, because themselves. remember. Yeah. Because remember, these, then there's no way they'll put us on an even playing field. No, 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 100%. Because no. with global scale companies, the only way they're making billions is because they have even more enhanced systems that are able to get even right down to the pigeonholes of data across the world. I mean, so of course, there's many, there's bigger platforms behind what we can see, but if they made it accessible, it would be chaos. Do you know what I'm saying? How much of the future do you think is predictable with AI? Because obviously, you said, you, you said like the mm. weather's predictable. Mm. That's the future, right? Yeah. What? What else? You know what? As crazy as it might sound, yeah, but I think that it could, it can get to a point when you can practically. Obviously, predicting the weather is predicting the future anyway. Yeah. But it's like, as long as we have historical data in some way, shape, or form, you can predict anything and everything, practically, I would personally say. Personally, because as long as I have data of how something's happened in the past, at some kind of regular occurrence, you can find an average out of those events to say that it's likely going to happen within this remit of circumstances. Mm. No matter what the context might be. You know, when people say on oh, my days we're predicting 30% more jobs or 21% decrease in, you know, unemployment next year, it's only because based on the historical data from the previous year, we can see how it's going to prospect in the future. It might not be accurate, but within a healthy average uh, yeah. we can say that. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So with that in mind, like I said, as long as you have data of some sort, we can predict the future for sure. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, and data co is communicated in different ways, you know. It's not just numbers on a spreadsheet. It's also what you say. It's also the way you behave. Like, me being your friend, mm -hmm. I know that, okay, this is the location of your studio. So I know that the likelihood is the nearest shop you're going to go to will be on this street. You know, little things like that, that's data. Now, it just depends on how you record it. That means we can predict how things will happen in the future. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, man, it just depends on how you look at it, innit? Depends on how you look at it at the end of the day. So we got AI, then we got, I, I want to call them robots. <laughs> right. Can robots eventually have emotion? Because we program robots to do whatever we want, right? Mm. But they won't be able to fully be like us yeah. until they have emotion. The thing is- In some aspects. I, I would put it in a sense of, you can program emotion into a bot, right? But you can't, it will never be sentimental. It will be logical. If that makes sense. So it'll be like, I say it's got no chimp. <laughs> <laughs> it will be it will be more of a thing where it's like you program the bot to act a certain way if a certain condition is met. So it's a logical choice to divert to a certain emotion, but it will never be a sentimental emotion. Like right now, I'm in the presence of you two and my friends. Mm -hmm. So naturally, my emotion is going to be positive and happiness. But that's sentimental. However, when we're talking about logical emotion, it's like, if I leave this room and I trip over on the stairs, the immediate logical emotion will be frustration. So it's like, when it comes to bots, you can program the, emo the emotions, but they'll be logical, not sentimental, if that makes sense. But even okay. those, it won't be exactly the same way as humans anyway. So it'll what? be more of like, it will be just expressed through speech rather than you know, like feeling. body language. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's Because right. there's many ways to express emotion. Exactly. As that's well. right. That's right. So, so, obviously, a robot can never emulate a human being. It's impossible. So, are you trying to but, say that 
they'll never take over. No, nah, is, of is, is that not. what you're saying? Yeah, hundred percent. Like with bro, there always needs to be, and I said this in the last podcast as well. There always needs to be some kind of individual to maintain that, but whether it's a software or hardware robot, like one way or another, they've been programmed by a set of instructions that we call code. So because it's built by code. Code also needs to be updated. All these apps on your phone. So what if you don't update the code? Well, then eventually, in the robot, yeah, and then, then eventually it just goes mm. rogue. You know what I'm saying? It would never work. Like that. Could a robot ever learn to survive by itself? Could it recode itself? <laughs> <laughs> There's too many questions. <laughs> it's a good question, isn't it? The best thing I can say is this, isn't it? A robot cannot. Robots will never take over. Just understand that. They will never, ever take over. It's impossible. Yeah. But what I will say is That's this. 20 years from now. <laughs> but what I will say is this, isn't it? With the enhancements of AI, their abilities to be, if I could say, self-sustaining will increase. That's true. Because mm. there's an aspect of AI that we call machine learning, where basically an algorithm teaches itself based on existing and previous information. But there will always be a requirement of some form of human involvement somewhere because on its own, it, it, it won't be able to sustain on its own and be able to take dominant control. It's not like that, bro. I just, always know it's like the chicken and the egg situation. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, because we were the ones to create these bots and robots and whatever, one way or another, there will always be some kind of dependence on us to a certain extent. Like I said, all these apps to use on your phone, at one mm. point, they need to be updated to be compatible with the new systems that they're downloaded on. It's the same with bots and robots as well. I just thought the whole idea of having a robot is to get them to the point where they're so self-sufficient mm. that they can, with the machine learning, mm. update themselves. Mm. They'll just be a servant to you. Mm. But we have the emergency <laughs> button to stop them just in case they flip in, <laughs> outcode themselves yeah. because they're going to be smarter than us. So technically, they should code better than us. They'll call themselves into mm. some flipping emotion. The thing is, with when people say sentimental emotion. When, when people say bots are smarter than us, it's not true. They can just act more accurately and more efficiently than us. That's true. But it took a human to build it. So a bot will only be as smart as the human who developed it. Mm. That's genuinely how it works. But what happens if all the powerful minds came together to create this one database that that robot has? Again, like I'm saying. That database on its own. This this is a this that's a great example. This is a good reason why bots will also never be able to take over because they will need to connect to a certain platform or database where the data is feeding them into to keep behaving. Now, if I change even a record or like a row in that database, that bot will need to be updated to that change so that it can still keep in receiving that information and communicating back. Okay. If you don't make that update, that bot is stuck in the mud. Do you understand? So it's like a bot, one way or another, for it to receive inflow and communicate information back, it's also being sustained by another like proprietary system of some sort, whether it's a database, whether it's an API, as we call it in programmers anyway, mm -hmm. whatever it might be. Like it, it always has to have some kind of human intervention to keep it updated. It's funny that you say that because mm. I think I've seen a clip. It might have been from Joe Rogan. I can't remember. Mm. But what if he, he goes, what if they called us out of that database or whatever and only <laughs> they have access to it? Trust now me. we can't stop them. And remember, I'm a programmer, so I know I'm talking about. Trust me, that, don't even worry. I promise you, a bot will only be as smart as the person who creates it. And even when it even gets... Even with machine learning? I'm telling you. 
Because even with machine learning, like I said, it still sustains on another existing system that's feeding information for it to behave the way it's behaving. Because machine learning is an algorithm that's based on data. If that data, let's say I just delete half of it, already the bot is going to be behaving in a completely different way to what it was when it had a complete set of data. Because everything goes back to the data that it's referring to. If I just delete a quick record, two records, three, it's all changed, bro. I'm telling you, it's all changed. That's why I said it in the podcast last year as well. Like bots will keep getting more and more powerful. That one is guaranteed. That one is for sure. But it will never get to the point where, oh my days, there's a world domination. Humans have lost control. Nah, man. I could put my money on it, bro. Just watch. <laughs> just watch how the future know, moves, innit? Obviously, I know there's doubts, in it, But I'm speaking know. from a technical point of view. Yeah. Like, I've built bots before to do different things. And I know what it takes to build a bot as well. Do you know what I mean? So I know what bots are capable of. And obviously from what I've seen, yeah, bro, I'm telling you. So theoretically, someone could be out there using bots and AI for negative use. And because bots and AI are so powerful, it can perform the command in a very super accurate way and cause devastation, <laughs> catastrophe. Mm. <laughs> yeah? Havoc. Mm. Havoc. Mm. So some evil guy out there, mm could just send lasers down on mm. Birmingham town mm. and kill every human right now. Mm. That's how powerful AI is getting. Is, is, yeah, is it getting there or is it already You see something there? like that, that can happen. But you see in that situation, as, as I've said. You have to be very skilled. Yeah, someone, and someone is behind it. It's not like a bot just stood up and decided to go yeah, and do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But someone is behind it. That can definitely happen. That can happen tomorrow, bro. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you we got the tech for that now? Yeah, 100%, bro. Like, all these missiles and nuclear um, weapons and stuff, they're already out there, but they're controlled by software, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? Like when You see, like, something as simple as a drone, mm-hmm. obviously it's controlled by the... The controller. Um, the controller and stuff, but what we call it in tech anyway is controlled by embedded software. So it's the same software that controls your microwaves, your electric cookers, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You're dealing with the hardware, but there's an embedded software inside it that has sensors and stuff like that. That's what would send all their missiles into Birmingham and kill everyone. You just need someone behind it to do it. But a bot on its own, but a bot on its own wouldn't do that unless you've programmed it to do so. So So you can program it. You can program a bot to do so, yes. Can you also stop it doing so? Yeah, but it would require someone to be tapped enough to do that. Do you know what I'm saying? But there is tapped man out there. You know, don't <laughs> there's tapped man out there. You just got to pray that they, 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 they can come back to their senses a little bit, innit? So really, the the day, there could be in this world a Dr. Eggman. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, on a, he's on a, yo, coding so advanced, mm. I'm going to build me a bot that would just shoot anyone on Bro, site. if, but if <laughs> they wanted to, like so, I said. So, so, so is it possible? Yes, because like I said, it all goes down to embedded technologies. Research it, yeah? When you get home after this podcast, what? Research online embedded technologies. This is software that's embedded inside any hardware you would, any hardware. So let's develop. talk. So let's talk military so size. We would, yeah, we would require basically a software engineer like me, and also, uh, I'd say, a maintenance engineer, a hardware developer, and maybe a mechanic as well. Combine those four together, it's long, bro. Because I'll build the software, and then they'll build the systems around it for the embedded software to go inside. So let's say I could build a gun, maybe a, we could build a self-sustaining gun with a embedded software inside it that maybe has some kind of mechanism to control it from a remote controller. And then boom, 
you know. I'm thinking, self- I'm thinking of Robocop, how he's got that software. Yeah, where you know what I mean? Only his finger like, can All these the things, gun. it just requires an idea and just thinking outside the box. It, might, it wouldn't be as quick as like, oh, we're building six months. It'd probably take years. Do you know what I mean? But I wouldn't be surprised if we get to a stage, as you mentioned, the military, they start building systems like that, that is capable of things like that. So again, it, it kind of depends on how tapped we're willing to go as humans, but it always requires the human idea before things like that happen. Like a bot wouldn't just come out one day, it's programmed with it. Because remember, like I said, code is a set of instructions. I've told you to do A, B, and C, you're not gonna come and do D, no way. So what's stopping it, yeah. You will only do the instructions I've programmed you to do. Do you understand? So what's stopping armies from using, creating an AI full on bot? Mm. I mean, who knows if it's not there already? Yeah, just, just go have it like, because yo, whenever you go yeah. Pakistan because obviously the army they recruit different professions yeah. including software engineers you know so I don't even know what systems they've got over there they could just I mean? build like one human bot gun control it from whatever base they're at and he can take bullets yeah so he's all right do you know the yes. stuff you see in like uh what's that what's that show where everything's crazy black mirror mm. and you see like the the special army troops where they oh, got yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, going yeah. through their eyes yeah, you see yeah, everything yeah, next yeah, level yeah. you mean that stuff really out there right now bro like i said secretly hidden you never know bro all i'm saying is i wouldn't be surprised in it because like i'm saying like anything is possible with ai and you like, can reckon, you, and you can possible. install software you reckon into a human Oh, no, nah, not into a human. No, nah, not into a human. You don't I, reckon? I, I don't. I don't think so. Isn't that what Elon like, Musk is trying to do? Yeah, with the little I mean, chip behind the back of your head. Oh, no, chips, yeah. But, like, I thought you meant software on its own, like... Oh, no, no. Oh, no, no. No, no. no, through a mechanic chip, then, yeah. But I just don't know how that te- technicalities would work because you've got your own brain as well, innit? So I don't know how the conflicts would work there. But pff, who knows? I guess we just got to wait and see, innit? But, like, like I'm saying, yeah, because anything is possible through AI... Like, there's no limit to what these higher fields like the army and the military are thinking to do with it. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously we're humans, just regular individuals, and look at what we've been able to achieve. So how much more them Because them lot, they're recruiting the top eight, the top A-star engineers, you get? So I can only imagine what them lot are capable of. Do you know what I mean? So remember, I'm just a, I'm just a regular developer, bro, and I built what I built. So what about them lot? So, Do you know what I mean? So, so, so tell us about what you built, bro. The web yeah, scraping. Yeah. How, how powerful is your box? Yeah, so what, obviously... What, what is web scraping for those right, who don't right, know? Right. So web scraping, like I said, obviously we've got data in simple terms. We've got data on the internet. Social media, Google Maps, you know, Wikipedia, wherever. You know, the yellow pages. We've got data everywhere. Now what web scraping allows you to do is to go online because that data is scattered everywhere. It's not organized. It's, you got a bit here, you got a bit there, you got a bit there. Let's see a data about you. I can find data through your podcast on YouTube, maybe your Instagram page, maybe your LinkedIn profile as well. Now, web scraping gets all that data about the one person, Kai, and organizes into one spreadsheet. So I've got a whole bibliography about you on my Excel spreadsheet in front of me, beginning from your YouTube data, your LinkedIn data, your social media data, where you live, your address your contact details and your interests as well, based on the things you've posted. So you see even little things like hashtags, you'll pick that up as well. Then I'll know, okay, cool, this is what you posted. And, it all, and it's all how the bot's been programmed, what yeah. to pick up. You know, I can even see, bro, it's crazy, but obviously I'm working on, um, 
my Instagram scraper right now. It's not public yet, but obviously that can not only access the data, but the data about your followers as well. And oh, that'd be good. Yeah, so it's like even the things your own followers are liking yeah. and commenting on. So when you're DMing your followers now, you know kind of what subjects and stuff is to kind of talk about. Because someone can follow you for anything. Do you know what I mean? But if you're seeing how they're behaving, then you know how to kind of slide into their DMs and, you know, pitch. Wouldn't that be creepy though? Someone said, oh, I just saw you followed. <laughs> I mean, obviously, when it comes to selling and landing in someone's DM, people find it quite quite um, intrusive anyway. But it depends how brave you are, innit? Yeah. But bro, all of this is data, man. So that's what web scraping is. Is that not illegal? It's not illegal if you're only accessing data that's publicly accessible. It's illegal if it's not accessible. So let's say... So my phone number and everything. You see your phone number? It's not, if you've not posted it anywhere online, then I'm not going to go for it. But, but, if, but let's say you've... Let's say because you, because, because you scraped the Instagram sign up and my phone number's on there when they need to verify. No, no, no. no I, wouldn't, I wouldn't pick it out if, it's not, if I can't find it in any other public place. Let me give an example, yeah? Have you not got a website? No. Okay, let's no. say you open a website and then you put your contact number at the bottom. Okay. In that moment, then I'll scrape it. Because then yeah. you've chosen to put your number there. So you put your number there, you're willingly inviting a text message or phone call. Now, web scraping just means I can do it faster. But just because I can do it faster doesn't make it illegal. Ah. Yeah. Because even if I wasn't using web scraping, I would have just, I, oh, 07, I copy, cool. But web scraping just allows me to do it at a click of a button. Yeah. So yeah. how can so how can a businesses mm. and people like yourself utilize web scraping? Yeah. So think about it this way. Yeah. You're a business. You've gone into business to make money, right? 100%. The people that are gonna give you money are the customers. So what do we need? The emails and phone numbers of the prospective customers who are potentially gonna buy. We advertise to them, and through that, convert them, and then make money for those that pay. So. If I know that, like I said earlier, you commonly like to go to JD Sports, let's say I'm the business owner of JD Sports, I'm gonna find your email through web scraping, and then I'm gonna start sending you email campaigns, advertising products, discounts, promo, seasonal, um, promotions and all of that stuff, eventually get your attention and get you buying. Why do you think they use cookies on their website? So that they track your behavior and start reaching out to you and send you ads. It's so all the same thing, bro. Web scraping. So, yeah. how, how much is that data worth? Oh, mate. Like, you see, when it comes to data, yeah, like I said in it, the same way company, I mean, countries go to war for oil is the same way companies go to war for your data. And what's crazy is companies sell your data to other companies. You know that if you if you read on that cookie message, yeah, it says not only do you accept, but are you okay for third parties? See that term third parties? Uh, okay. That's other businesses so that they're selling that, it so to. So that's them saying. They're, but they're not going to they tell you that though. Yeah. So they're selling it for over five figures, bro. For just a set of like records of customers that they have and just sell it on. Because think about it. Yeah. That's smart though. You're a podcast, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Let's say there's another podcast that just come into business. Then you've got a list of people that love watching podcasts for self-development, productivity. Mm. Let's say that podcast is also productivity, self-development, you selling that data of emails to that podcast is extremely valuable because they're already watching you. So how so how would they convert that to because it's their like, own viewership? Because it's like, they'll refer to it as like, okay, you clearly like productivity and self-development because you watch CEO of you. So check out what we do as well. 
Basically, How would they like, do that through email marketing? Oh, obviously, it is it's, it's depending on how the company runs how their company runs anyway. Like, yeah. yeah, that's that's up to them. People use videos or they might just use a case study or whatever. But the fact that they follow you already and watch you makes it valuable to them because your podcasts talk about the same stuff. Mm. So JD would sell your um, data to maybe Sports Direct or Fort Asylum because they sell similar things. They wouldn't sell it to McDonald's. They'll sell it to companies in their in their niche. Because even though Fort Asylum is JD's competition, they can still make money off their competition as well through this data. That's how web scraping works. But the thing is, what we're not realizing as regular people is the big companies are using web scraping. scraping. Who? When I say top companies, like I said, every company that asks you for cookies. So Nike, Adidas, Apple, the big, or Google. Every single platform that you've gone on that says, do you accept cookies? They're using web scraping. That's a guarantee. Mm. So the fact that they're using it, why are we not trying to be big like them as well one day? Like if we're going into business, it's not for us to suffer forever. It's for us to be big like them. So let's adopt the same strategy that they they're use. using, which is web scraping. So that's even why I love the videos that I've that's done. That's kind of scary how much data yeah, Google got on me. Do you understand? Yeah. You know what I was going to say? That's mm. why I'm sure that's the reason why Instagram and all these social media platforms are free to use though, right? Because they just collect your data and sell Bro. it. Because I mean, yeah, that's that, 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 why would they the monetize that thing though? Yeah, why the would discover things tailored to you? Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Like, why would they monetize the app if they know that they've got like you signing up, they've got your data straight away? What you like, what you're signing up, literally comment on, what you're following, and yeah. I can guarantee you, Instagram is selling your data like crazy, like Instagram, Facebook as well. Oh, Meta man, in Meta general, Meta awful. Yeah. Why do you think man was in court? Yeah, I, 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 I what was he caught for? It was for data aggregation of the users on the platform so and selling that. it to others. So obviously, for those that don't know, obviously Mark Zuckerberg was involved in an allegation of monetizing the data that people were providing when they were signing up, but without their consent. Why do you think the cookies thing came later? Is so that you are willingly, voluntarily now giving access for him to do that. But the issue was before they weren't asking for your consent. So they were just taking that data and selling it off. So he got caught in a big backlash for that. But they've been selling data for years. You know, that's what I'm saying. It's like, if the big companies are doing this, why do we not change up our way of doing things and try to be like them? Because it's going to get us to their spot a lot faster. The yeah. big companies are doing this. If I know, yeah, you've made a billion pounds by walking through that door. I want to walk through that door as well. That door is web scraping. I'm telling you, and I'm gonna keep rinsing this out till I get there, bro. So Josh, there's probably some people here, obviously now the minds are starting to think and thinking, mm. how could they utilize it for through their business? Mm. Could you give an example of a business you know personally or have a story if you have utilized web scraping yeah. and how it's maybe been able to increase the profits, the revenue, or even the yeah. customers? Yeah, man, so I posted it on my story the other day. I think it's probably one of my favorite students right now, Prodige. So he's based in the Netherlands. So he's I've a SaaS. Yeah, you've seen that one, isn't it? So he's a SaaS owner. What's and, that? Uh, software as a service. Oh, so software, he has a subscription yeah. platform. Uh, it's also based a little bit around e-commerce as well. So he's got a trial, then he's got $150 per month because of where he lives in it. The currency is different. Now, when he got access to my scrapers, because mm. I've got two scrapers, I've got an email scraper and a phone number scraper. 
for some reason for him, he loved the phone number scraper. So he started using that. Then he started sending automated text messages to those numbers that he scraped, advertising his SaaS platform. And then within the first 10 texts, the, the first 10 messages he sent out, he landed his first client within a week. And then, cause he signed on the end of September. That's when he signed over to my program. And now he's got 10 users, seven on his trial and three on his main subscription. Now, just the speed of that turnaround basically demonstrated how he managed to get access to details of people that would buy his service and then pitch them what he can do for them and he managed to get them signed up. But the only reason why he managed to make money out of that is because he knew the clients he needed to get. So all that was missing was a scraper to get those details. So he tailed the bot to scrape. That's right. So you can pick a specific niche that's right, that's right. of people. Of people. Because think about it this way, yeah. When you're getting into business, you need to know your target market anyway. Yeah. Well, you're clients. never going to make money. Even without a scraper, bro, you won't make money <laughs> if you don't know your target market. So he had his target market in mind. All he needed was a quick way to find them. Scrapers, boom. And I explained to him, listen, the big companies are doing this. We need to be doing this too if we want to get to that level. Within a month, he's got his first 10 users on his platform. He only noticed his platform recently. And boom, he's building his audience now, maintaining that retention, and he's making money. This is the best way to go, bro. Because remember, AI is not going anywhere. It won't. And web scraping is only going to get bigger and bigger. Like I said, bro, the big companies have really been, yeah, they've been doing this for decades, bro. So it's only about time that us, if us as regular users, we can start using ChatGPT, we can go a step further for us who are now doing business to start using web scraping as well. So as a podcast host, if you was in our position, how would you use web scraping or could it even be utilized for someone like us? For someone like you, as I spoke earlier about sponsors, I think the first key source of income that you would want is obviously covering your costs and expenses, isn't it? Before we start talking about profits. Living, so yeah. what I would do if I was you, I would use an email scraper to scrape sponsors off LinkedIn. This can be sponsor execs, or sponsor representatives for any kind of brand, entertainment, and media purposes. Obviously, you guys are based on YouTube. Mm. And from that, I would then build an email campaign for all the emails I've scraped. Let's say I've scraped a thousand emails, yeah? I build an email campaign to basically explain first what we do, the value you offer, and why you deserve the sponsorship packages that they provide, and the return on investment they will get as well. Because obviously, they're investing into you. Mm. So you need to show them the value they'll get back as well. Mm. And from then, who knows where that could go, bro? Because at the end of the day, you got to keep knocking till someone opens the door. But you got to start somewhere. That's a lot, what's that's the a lot, point? That's a lot quicker than doing it manually. It's a lot quicker than doing it manually because what's the point doing it manually if you know there's a solution in front of you? And that's one thing I find that's weird about people because it's like, you're hungry and you know that you need food. So I'm giving you a quick solution to get to the shops, but you'd rather walk on oh. foot. But there's a taxi outside they can get you there in two minutes. But it, Feel but it, free it goes down to cost though. That's probably why a lot of people... It goes down it's to not cost, free though, is it? It's not free, but is there not cost to every business that you open? True. Did you think when you opened this business it was going to be for free? No way. There was always going to be an expense. Now yeah. it only makes sense to invest in the expenses. So how much would a bot like this cost? Could you reveal that or is that more? You see with that one, the, th the only reason why... The only <laughs> so, reason... Wait, the, only reason <laughs> the only reason... The only reason why I can't reveal it is simply because it's tailored to each business. Okay. Let me explain why. You see Prodige, mm -hmm. the reason why his... 
he's um, managed to hop on this scraper so quickly is because his businesses were very different. So let's say if I'm dealing with a, let's say I was speaking with the representative of McDonald's, the price would be so different for them to a regular guy that's just starting in business today. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? So if I told you today, okay, cool, the boy is 5,000 pounds, that wouldn't be reflective of a regular individual that's just started in business, he's got no money to his name, and he just wants to f get his feet wet in the industry. There's no way I could charge someone like that that price. But someone like McDonald's, Nike, JD, these guys have been in the 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 business before I've even, before I was even born. So obviously the price for them would be different because for every client they close, they're making a much higher turnaround in money and profit margins. Do you understand? So you can never just say, oh, the price is X because the return on investment will be different. It will mm -hmm. be lower for some and higher for others depending on where they are in the business scale ladder, if you want to call it that way. Yeah. That's why you should never reveal your price as well because in every, every service that you offer, it will be different for every individual. So yeah. you can say, all right, cool, my service is one grand, but for someone else, their return on investment is much higher. So you should have charged more. Or maybe you should have added a little equity percentage maybe as well. Or for someone else, they're gonna be a lot slower out of the blocks. So you need to cater that in mind as well. Maybe for them, you just wanna focus on building that relationship and that network, you know, so it makes it different, you know, but yeah, okay, man, that's okay. basically how it works. I, see that. I don't know if you know the situation, yeah, but mm. I think it was a few years back, mm. Apple, basically, I, I don't know exactly what it was, but they done something so data was harder to access, especially for Facebook. Okay. Because I, I don't know if you know the whole, the whole thing about Facebook ads, mm. you're able to target the people that you want, right? Mm. Mm. And that's through data. Mm. Now, there was an update on iOS or whatever it is. Mm. And now it was harder to target people who had iPhones. Okay. I remember this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I remember, remember this. this. I don't yeah. know. Uh, and okay. it, detail, but I remember and it's brief. still kind of going on. That's why okay. people are kind of like, yeah, Facebook ads are good. But yeah, yeah, it's still yeah, kind of, yeah, it's, yeah, it's more yeah. difficult than before. But that's the only reason. It? That's the only reason. Because at the end of the day, because web scraping is so accessible to all these companies. Because remember, all these companies, like I said earlier, they're hiring the best software engineers to do this. So it's like, the more accessible, like bro, the competition is rife. Mm. So Apple doing that, it's just to protect their customer base at the end of the day. Do you know what I mean? From receiving things that are not useful to them. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, man, I'm not surprised that that happened. I'm not surprised at all. You know, bro, it's only gonna get bigger and it's only gonna get more sharper as well. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. If the big companies that are making billions are doing this, us who are on the other side of the bucket, we need to be doing what they're doing. Yeah, Do you get me? Yeah, yeah. If you want to get there on that side of the, bro, you better start doing it too. So but obviously it. at the end of the day, not everyone wants to succeed anyway. So it's calm. So it's calm. Do you know what I mean? It leaves more room for us that are doing it. Do you get me? Yeah, man. So think about it that way. So to keep it short and, sweet, short and simple, mm. name three tips that web scraping would do for your business. Mm. Yeah, so unlimited emails, unlimited phone numbers, and unlimited outreach at the speed of light. Speed of light. Speed of light, bro. How, how, how fast is that? I'm talking a thousand emails within the space of one hour. Like just boom, like boom. from the moment, just one after the other. Cause obviously mm. the bot connects with your email domain and then it's sending one after the other, but it's personalizing it to oh, each individual. That's right, bro. That's when right. you say personalizing, how personalizing? Is it personalizing to like picking out your name, name your company, like... your industry? Cause when the email scraper scripts your data, it picks out your, basically your whole LinkedIn profile. So you can see where you work, you can see the company name, the company address, obviously your first and last name, 
and the industry which you work in. That's a bit OP. Yes, mm -hmm. it's pretty, pretty scary, bro. Now, obviously, we've got online. For LinkedIn as well, because you have, like, basically yeah. your whole background. It's yeah. all there, bro. On LinkedIn. Yeah. And this is what people are, and this is so why really I'm so confused. I could, I could use that for podcast guests, though. Yeah, if 100%. I said I want a professional <laughs> in, let's say, psychotherapy, but she has to get from Birmingham oh, because I, need, I, I don't want to travel. Now, now like this that. is what I'm confused why people are missing it, because it's like... All these platforms give you, you so much information. Niche it down, you can just niche it down, bro. Filter. But remember, LinkedIn already allows you to filter out on the search. Yeah. So the, the scraper will just connect with the search you've made, and then boom, the results are coming out. Do you get me? Mm. So now, when you're personalizing it, it's directly tailored to the individual, so they're going to respond. Okay, gym owner. How would a gym owner, let's say, yo, I've saw this now. I own a gym. I want to get more clients to mm. do I'm more online training. Online which, training. Online okay, training. Okay, okay, okay. Which app would you say to use web scraping on? You know what? That's a good question. But the way I would consult him, I would first say, if you're going to do online training, first you need to niche down your sessions already to a certain group for your return to be higher anyway. Let's say um, online gym training for busy nine to five professionals. Yeah. You've really focused it on a specific group. Okay. So, so before really we even talk about web scraping, kick it, kick it first your brand is already like, it's, it speaks for itself. Do you know what I mean? So let's go off what you just said. Yeah. Busy nine to fivers. Mm. I, I want to train them. So exactly. obviously when they finish work, they've got a gym session ready. Do you get me? So then from that moment on, we'd hop on our LinkedIn scraper. Now our scraper can get to action. So, okay, cool. How, look how, how detailed in, does it go? Obviously profession, location, we can even filter it down to the position in the company. Mm. So we can focus on C-level executives only. So, okay, cool. We could niche it down even further. Like, okay, cool. Online training for C-level executives. Boom. We're only focusing on the board level. Already your advertising now is going to be much more, it's going to hit more rather than, oh, I'm an online gym trainer. It's like, for who though? Like, how do I, why, why are you different from the next person? That's what people also need to realize that before we even talk about scraping, like what is your, what's your message? Like what's your USP? Because yeah. then that's what makes the scraper even more powerful. So with that making the scraper more powerful, so let's say we've got mm. nine to fivers, mm. you obviously work a job and you want to train after. So when you said also, they also can target the business level you're at. So let's mm. say I said executives. Mm. When that comes up on my Excel sheet, mm. it says exactly who they are, that's right. what to do, that's right. where they're from. Oh, Industry. I have a whole... I have a whole the and, bibliography, and bro. You, you said something earlier about how sometimes the data you receive can lead to further data. That's so right. you was also like, if they work here, you know, within that proximity. That's right. That's, right. that's right. That's so right. So that's how deep he can go into. Like, you can go down the f like the craziest rabbit hole. So let's say I know he finishes at 5 p.m. I've seen here, I've scraped here. He also lives here. So I know it's a 20 minute drive. Do you understand? So that so already by 6.30. He's going to be, he's gonna do you be understand? there. So but bro, <laughs> it's not what it is. Bro, like you can literally. <laughs> and I know his, his wife also finishes around that. Do you understand? <laughs> like crazy. this is what I'm saying. Like, and because obviously on LinkedIn, you can see mutual connections, isn't it? Yeah. You just see that the wife has got similar surnames. Oh, so what, would it even like match up the names or yeah, something? Bro, like that? I've searched individuals by name. By name, I was reached out by a black community project recently on Instagram, and they were looking for young black um, like people between the ages of like 21 to 28. That's a bit scary. You got I just started that. searching by name, bro. I just started using Nigerian keywords, Ghanaian keywords, Congolese keywords for the first and surname. Boom, boom, boom. Script, bro, I had thousands. Supplied it to the email, and it was boom. Transaction sorted. Do you get it? It's like even right down to someone's demographic name. Like you can get that data right down. As you said, 
you know he finishes at five, but because he lives there, it means it's an approximately 20 minute 20 drive. Walk. And would that, so, would that say in the day or was that something you would have to use yourself? Like, no, no, no. It would also, that would be in the Google Maps data because Google Maps gives the address yeah. of where someone's situated. That's so that's crazy. so there's a that's different bot for different apps. That's what I'm saying. Oh, so there's wow. a LinkedIn and just scraper. Sort of weapons and artillery. Do you like? get me, bro? No. <laughs> so we've got a LinkedIn scraper that gets your email and your whole working profession background. Then we've got your Google Maps that gets your direct number and where you live and your address. But again, this is data that you've willingly put outside. So it's not unethical for me to look at that information because even if I wasn't using my scraper. If you've put it somewhere online, I would have bumped into it. So let's say a photo outside the house, you see 67 on the door. Mm. <laughs> is that? Most, okay, in that situation, that, I couldn't say that is voluntary. So, so let's but say, you know let's, sometimes. Let's say for example, you know like mm. Instagram, you see a picture. Mm. And let's, let's just say, yo, they said, um, but you know, some people tag some people, number, number some people, door, yeah, some people tag the location. location. Yeah, They've yeah. willingly done. You've actually, you know, before you post, you have a choice to put location, you know. So yeah, you've yeah, chosen yeah. to do that. So what happens if what happens if they haven't directly said where they are mm. and, and looking at the picture, mm. let's say the AI recognizes where that is mm. and it says, yo, this is actually number 22 mm. something road. That's actually where it is. But then what right. all they put there is Birmingham. Is that legal? Is that legal? Okay, in that situation, I'll just use that data to kind of add to what I already know. As you said, okay. if I'm speaking to someone already and I know he's a nine to fiver, based on that extra piece of data, I know, okay, cool. He lives 30 minutes away from home. I won't use it to in regards to our marketing, but I'll use it to know how I'm gonna to speak to him. So, so, so I'm already gonna to speak to him. But it's like that information just adds to what I'm gonna say when I'm talking to him. I'm informed. I can read your mind. So because so really, I've got your data so really, in front of me. Really. Let's say somebody with an intention who you don't know mm. came along mm. and he's saying he wants some data mm. on this person. Mm. And then you give him the data, transactional, key down to where he works and everything. Da -da 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 -da. Mm. And that person ends up missing. But I wouldn't do that. So how wouldn't you do that? Because let's say a business mm. said we're going to target so when it specific come... people who are ill. We're going to mm. sell them a fake prescription. Do you see what the possibilities are? The possibilities are limited, but... When someone's coming to me asking me for, for data, so how do you protect I would yourself? Already yeah, I would already qualify by asking those questions. Because if you're telling me, all right, cool. And here's, this, is, this is where I'm going to now clarify the only businesses I've dealt with in selling data to are recruitment com companies. So, would you ever deal with selling data to somebody one on one? No, I couldn't. Even if you paid, you said, I need 10 bags. It depends on the data on my man tonight. For me right now, I've only dealt with recruitment companies. But simply because But I guarantee you somebody's probably watching this thinking, mm. bruh. So he can find that anybody, anywhere, anytime. <laughs> anytime, bro. It's it's, it's So it's, he's saying to me, it's, it's, I've got God's eye. Basically. And and so you don't think <laughs> somebody's gonna see this and say to you, I wanna use that. I wanna use that. No, there will be people that would only use it, but again, like I'm they have to pay you for the butt. They will need to pay me to no, but first I'll need to ask, do you want the dare or do you want the butt? But to get the butt, I'll also ask you what do you want to use it for? I want to just dash it to you anyhow. Because bro, with great power comes great responsibility. So so, so let's say they said, yeah, I just want to use it for recruitment. Mm. But they had their own. I need to see the credentials. Show me your website. Show me your platform. Mm. Can't just dash it like that. Okay, then now you've told them what they need to do. So now they've got credentials and everything else. 
Yeah, but okay, you've I, I see mean, your pl- got is there, is there, you got making is a there, fake website. Is there any way you as the owner of mm. the bot because mm. now you're selling your product? That's right. You get what I'm saying? That's right. So is there any way for you to check what they're doing to make sure like it's been ethical? Because let's say, for example, sold my man the bot, but accompany the bot. Turns out they were using it for unethical stuff. Mm. And obviously the police come back and say, yo, where'd you get this bot from? That's and right, then that's obviously, right, that's Is right. there any way you could check mm. they're, they're still doing it for ethical reasons? Nah, good, 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 good point. So like I said, before anyone is requested to ask me for the bot, obviously we hop on a one-to-one call anyway. Now, I've always asked them to kind of not only pitch me what they're doing, but there needs to be some kind of evident demonstration that you've been doing this. Because I also don't give this to new business owners. It is. But I don't give this to new business owners as well. A lot of the people that I've worked with, they've been doing this for a minute now. Do you know what I'm saying? And the industry specifically, I've dealt with so far in terms of my students, were accounting, marketing, AI as well. And obviously, prodigious in e-commerce and sports believe it or not. So, oh no, not sports, it was healthcare actually. So yeah, man. But again, there needs to be like a credible portfolio that I can see to be like, all right, cool. Let's move to the next step now. And again, I'm still very cautious on how I release Mm. the information and data to you and the bot as well itself. You got a weapon, bro? Yeah, it's a weapon, I can't lie. But again, like I said, the big companies are doing this. So let's get in that pot as well. (laughs) How hard is it to scrape it? Illegal data? Oh, illegal data. So like data that's confidentially secure. Yeah. Oh no, that's hard. That's very hard. It's actually difficult. So you actually do have to like break through encryption and everything. Yeah, that's difficult. Because I was going to say, what's stopping these companies from just getting getting my data illegally and advertising to me anyway? Even the data that is publicly accessible, you still have obstacles that you gotta face. Like, bro, I've been building yeah, these but, bots. You see, when I came, you, what are some of like the challenges you face when web scraping? Yeah, especially on LinkedIn because LinkedIn is like people register to that platform, isn't it? So it's like that has a little bit of confidentiality to an extent still. So it's like with so that in mind, like profile, you know, you know when it asks are you, private or something. Profiles are oh, that's a good one. That's a, when profiles are private, um, you can't you can't directly extract the name because they'll, you can put your privacy settings to say, only first level connections can see me. So if you're not a first level connection, it will just say LinkedIn member instead of their first and last name. Okay. Now, that's been a very difficult obstacle to, to get over have for those it? people that don't have a lot of connections. But you see for me, I've got about 2000 followers on LinkedIn. So I can access anyone's profile, even because I'm trusted. Because LinkedIn have has those checkers for I'm not a robot. You know, the, uh, yeah, the captures yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So that can get in the way quite harsh. So the way to get around it is the scraper needs to log into your personal LinkedIn account and scrape those details. So and it's basically posing as you. Mm. That account so has to be in use. In use. Because if you just open a LinkedIn account today and you try to use the bot, it won't work. Because LinkedIn will clamp you down. Because it will know that now you're a bot mate. You just open. You just opened up today, and you already, because it's like the bot is clicking next at at the speed of light. It's going page one, page two, page three, just scraping. It's like how are you going from page one to page sixty 
in like <laughs> 10 minutes and you just opened today. Yeah. Like you must be a bot. So it will clamp down. I've opened a burner account is, before and it got shut down. Is that like reason. them Instagram accounts or the, the, the female bots? You see them where like they follow you to like and then that's obviously right, right, you just right. see like what the hell is Even this? those ones that comment spam messages on yeah, your yeah, feed, yeah. they're all bots, bro. So yeah. I know, so, I know faith experiences about them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Oh, crazy. But, so not, but it's mad though because those bots were made based on content which is again links back to data because they know that someone like Faith is posting content to do business and entrepreneurship and whatever. Straight target. So it's, it's just tailored towards them them accounts. Even me, I've had a few of them as well. It's long, bro. But even worse. Even though, the followers, bro. Bro, some, even, nah, bro, they can even... I, I, I sometimes do click on the links. So they, oh, you, you, who are they promoting? Yes, it's nuts. <laughs> it's, it's, crazy. It's, it's more sort of a curiosity thing because yeah. you know the ones where you get someone like... Um, Someone likes your story. You think, yeah. oh, who's this? Yeah, who's that? Oh, yeah. And then you realize it's one of them ones, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. And you even look at the reels, it's like 20 views. But it's, like it's got 10K followers. Like, how did this happen? But anyway, yeah. They're, <laughs> they're all bots, bro. So, yeah. They're all bots, oh, literally. So, yeah, man, bots is it's the rise of the bots. It's sort about, sort of like bots in DMs. Because here it is now. You know when you have the bots where like you send a message, then they reply, reply tailored. So, so, here it is now. I was speaking to kind of a big name in it. Mm. And... And obviously, I'm speaking <laughs> kind to Kind of a big name. Kind of. And he's yeah. a big name. I don't yeah, want to say his yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm speaking to him. I can't understand if this is a bot in it. Mm. So I just then called out, am I speaking to a bot or not? Mm. And then the response was, how dare you say, am I speaking to a bot or not? And then I have to have 10 minutes of my time to reply to you. <laughs> you get me? But then here it is, here it is now. I never replied for a bit. Yeah. And then I went back to texting. And then as I was writing... It went back to something we said at the beginning of the conversation, kind of mm. like a, a feedback loop. Like I say this, now you say that. Yeah, yeah. And I was yeah, like, yeah. How does that work? Do people, do a lot of these people have bots just replying to their messages? Mm. Yeah. So I've so even can spoken you do to. That? Yeah, you can. I've spoken to accounts that reply to me with bots as well, but it'll be like an auto reply type of thing, and mm. the actual person will reply later. You know. So these are things that can sell, but these are things that are not even hard anymore. Like you can literally yeah. just set it on your account as well. I'm sure there's a website. Even I'm, on WhatsApp, you can do it. You, you've mm. probably seen loads of people say, oh, DM me the word income or guide yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You then it will be an auto reply. Then there's an auto reply. What they've put in what they want mm. to reply to that. But you see, for link, me, believe it or not, I don't do Sign that up. though. When people DM me, I actually go out of my way to reply. Yeah, it does to be fair. I actually go out of my way. So obviously it's all about building relationships, isn't it? Like, what's the point? You know, but yeah, I don't really do that. I just respond personally. I'm like, yeah, you're dealing with a main man. People have questioned it though. Mm. But that's like, oh, am I speaking to you? Am I because speaking to I was, I was questioning it because I was like, this seems like a human response right here because I clearly mm. triggered you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, then yeah. the next response was like a feedback loop. Like I say this now, you say that. Yeah. You ask me a question, I replied, and you said, yeah, how can I help? It you? might have been, <laughs> it, might, it might have been a bot up until the moment you said that question. Then they must have came online. Who knows? True. But you would never know in the in the in the time that we're living in, man. Like I said, you can even do it on WhatsApp now. You know, mm. so That's I remember when I first started doing business with JV, it was funny. She has it on her WhatsApp business account as well. So when I would like reply to, or send her a message, like, oh, by the way, let's do so just send me an automated DM that every happened, time. That happened to me the first time. <laughs> it was like, hey, I'm the founder of Brand Brook, and it's like, bruv, like I'm trying to chat to you, man. I, we need to work on this. You know? <laughs> and then she was like, Oh my days, I'm so sorry. I need to take this filter off. So yeah, nowadays everyone's got it set up, you know. Mm. But it's delegation at mm. the end of the day, and they're just trying to automate the process. So, obviously, with that being said, how how does someone learn to create their own bot in web scraping? Is this something you have to be really technically advanced, or is this something you teach yourself to help? Yeah. So do? the good thing is obviously web scraping king and stuff, you know. So I've built 
three scrapers in it. I built the LinkedIn scraper, the Google Maps phone number scraper. So it scrapes your phone number, website, and address. That is disgusting. And then you have the WhatsApp as well that connects with the Google, the phone number scraper and automates your texts to all the numbers you've downloaded. Mm. So they're how, already how, built. How, how long does this process actually take? Just a quick one. How to build it? How, no, no, how no, long no, like it to, take to, to build scrape it? it? Like, let's say you're, set, yep, right. you're gonna scrape this. Take like an hour, quick Yeah, scrape. so literally one, one click of a button. The average time is about 10, 15 minutes. And then yeah. you have a Worst thousand case leads. Scenario, thousand plus, depending That's on the leads you've gone for. Because yeah. <clears throat> obviously the more general your search is, the more leads you get. The more specific, then it might be slightly less, but yeah, thousand plus is like your average, innit? Now, on a good day, like let's say you've got quite a lot, yeah, 10, 15 minutes. Worst case scenario, 20, 30 minutes, but at the click of a button in it, so it's just running in the background. Now, because these scrapers are already finished, like this is just a done for you service. Like you want it, you get it type of thing. Unlimited phone numbers, unlimited emails, unlimited outreach, boom. Like, so your whole business is built on these three systems. From the get-go, you don't even need help anymore. Like, right now, with these scrapers, if I just hire two or three employees to just manage it, it's long, bro. You know, it's over. Do you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, your whole business can be founded and built on AI on its own, and it will handle it for you. Because it's getting the details of the customers you need. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. This is going very in depth now, Carl. You just got me thinking. Okay, what I do, I'm sure you know, mm. salesman, and obviously I sell. Mm. So let's say I'm selling a product, mm. Wi Fi. Mm. Could you tailor a bot to find where, let's say, in a specific area, specific city, mm. where people it. have don't have great Wi Fi? Mm. And obviously, let's just say you've filtered it down to an area that has no fiber connections, mm. and within that area, I need the phone numbers. I need the addresses and I need their names and I wanna and I need the emails. Mm. One, I wanna cold email them. Mm. Two, I wanna cold call them. And obviously I wanna cold approach them just on the doorstep. Mm. Could you get a bot to find a, a city, some some mm. let's just say Wolverhampton, a few to could you find to get, to get to get let's niche it down. Mm. Wolverhampton, mm. no fiber <clears> connections, <throat> poor internet connection, whereas it's on a park, mm. it's on a copper connection. I want the address, name, numbers, phones. Could you do that? Yeah, 100%. Let me tell you why, yeah. You see online, particularly and, and, on and Facebook. And they, they need to have poor internet. Yeah, and I'll tell you why. You see online, particularly on Facebook, Facebook, Facebook yeah. groups. Obviously, you've got your, I don't know what they call it. Is it neighborhood, neighborhood uh, group chats? Yeah, yeah, neighborhood yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, a lot of the time, you can find information through those groups. So let's say we were to head into there and f- discover that this is, commonly a poor internet area. It's long, bro. From that moment on, it's over, man. I'm going to the area. <laughs> From that moment. Oh my days. You know what? So we just, funny? We just need to, we I just had need, the same thought in my yeah, head. We just need to confirm that in that particular area, those individuals have at least spoken about it. Internet isn't great. That's it. To make it ethical. Yeah, it's ethical, bro. Because in that moment, because you was going to go to that area anyway. Do you know what I'm saying? You was going to go knock on the door anyway. So what's the difference between just reaching out to them? Ain't no difference, do you know what I mean? Because you would have messaged them on Facebook, you would have texted them, maybe called them, who knows? So there's no difference with just, you know, reaching out to them throughout so how would other I, means. So how would I approach it if I was to say, hey, my name is Kai yeah, from hi, X Company on the phone call. And obviously we just had your number. 
but no, no, we wouldn't start. That. Okay, so I was, I was saying so because the first so, the first question they were asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how the hell did you get, did you get my did you number? number? So now, now this is now going a step further beyond scraping into cold calling. Now, so you yeah. need to you need to open the phone call in a way that invites them to want to talk to you. Nah, okay. Now so you, I, this is how you talk is sales, but I'm saying yeah, ethically, yeah, yeah. ethically. how would I be able to say it's because- Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You got to blind it with your sales pitch. Like you got, you got to, you got to kind of mask it over so the eyes it, a little bit. So is it unethical or not? It is ethical. That smile was It's ethical as long as, like I said earlier, it's ethical as long as you know the person has put those details online. But how but would I know that through a thousand leads? But let's say they didn't, yeah. then in that situation, we can scrape Facebook usernames. Okay. So we'd put a Facebook scraper. I was about to say, do you have a Facebook scraper? I haven't got a Facebook scraper, but that's something we can do. Same so in that situation, we'd put a Facebook scraper yeah. And then build a bot that can send DMs through Facebook. So that way Could we haven't build? we haven't we haven't extracted the phone number or email, so they won't get iffy about it. Yeah. But we'll just reach directly. So really So there's always gonna be an alternative. You, to get. you can create a scraper to any needs necessary. Yeah, any needs necessary. So but if I well, it has to cater to a specific website to be able to scrape it. It can be any website. As, S- lo- as long as as long as you tell me what the website is. So really and truly, data is actually mad because I'm thinking now, let's say, as I said, mm. I've got an internet service. I want to go to where internet is shit. Mm. My things, what I would tell you is as an internet scraper. And this, this is just a fast forward. Go on Google, go on, let's say, reviews. Mm. So internet, internet fiber reviews. Mm. Could you scrape it to find the worst reviews with the most common worst reviews in the area? Yeah, 100%. You see that phone and number And then scraper. I could tell you Facebook market group. Mm. Type in this town. Yeah, 100%. 100%, bro. Like I said, data, bro, it's only when you come up with the idea that it will be made. Do you understand? The only reason why I mainly talk about the LinkedIn and the phone number scrapers because that's the common one people generally yeah. need anyway. But if there's additional platforms that people feel like, bro, we would whip it up. Like I'm saying, I'm working on the Instagram one because people have asked about Instagram it. Instagram will be massive. Do you know what I mean? If Facebook is a common one, we'll work on that too. 2024 is coming, bro. Yeah, we, I, I thought about YouTube, but like, what what would be beneficial for because YouTube? Because people do have their emails on there. They do. I mean, they do, but like, that's quite personal, isn't it? In the sense that, is it visible? Yeah, yeah. There you, is a you, button you, that says you can view. Oh, you mean on channel channel info? Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you just you just go on there about you know how they got like. Okay, if it's on the about, then I guess so. But you do have to register. What would you use it for? There, there is a data protection Cold thing for it now. There's a data, you have to you have to verify that you're actually an account. Is it? I did after. Yeah. I, to be fair, after I reviewed about ten. That's new now. That's new. After I reviewed about ten, it didn't. Let, it didn't let me see any more for the day. So I don't know. Yeah, no surprise. We're web scraping. They're they're catching on, bro. They're catching on. So even with these bots, though, I've made. I always need to keep on top to make sure it's still works. Still savvy with the latest cards that the industry's mm-hmm. playing, because they know the bots are on the internet. They know that because the big companies are doing it. So they know that us lot. They're tr- we're trying to get on board too. So they're always trying to shuffle the cards a little bit, but obviously tech savvy, you know, they can't stop me. Do you know what I'm saying? So, so really, truly, just to throw a number, yeah. how much money can actually be made off selling a bot to, to, to a big company? Oh, selling a bot? Yeah. Oh yeah, that, that's unlimited. I thought you were going to say data, but yeah, selling the bot itself. Oh, selling, selling the selling, bot is nuts, bro. Selling the bot itself, let's say they want their own bot, they can use it when they're never there already. Oh yeah, that one is long. Because, because that's because wouldn't you need to like because co- remember copyright a final patent so they can't 
recreate resell it, it. Event, resell it. Yeah, that's one thing. But also, secondly, you see earlier that, when I was talking about, I've never done that before because what? that would be, that would be, yeah, I'm not, I'm not ready to let this bot accessible to the big dogs just yet. So really and truly, just based on face value, mm. web scraping is basically a way how to a hundred actual business. Yeah, I, I say web scraping is the cheat code. I think it is I a cheat. I, I agree. It is I think the it is a cheat code. code. But obviously, it comes at a yeah. extensive comes price. At, it comes at an expense. But obviously, again, expense. But just like cheating, tailored to like... your tailored to your needs. So, if your needs are to a certain scale, I would know that because of the return on investment is lower, then the expense is obviously lower as well. Whereas if I'm dealing with a big corporation like Nike, JD. Their ROI is much higher, so I'm gonna be big bag. a severe like a baguette, not even a bag, bro. A baguette, <laughs> bro. So it's long, bro. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So at the end of the day, the issue isn't on this and it's on your end. As long as you know what you want, we provide. So really and truly, someone has someone who's on the internet. Mm. The only way to is there even a way to protect ourselves from our information not being scraped? Don't use the internet. <laughs> that's the that's the only that's way. That's the only it? way. Don't use the internet, bro. That's good. As long as you're using the internet, you are trackable one way or another. Maybe, maybe, maybe just maybe just a little bit more than others. Sorry, bro. I'll say you you may be slightly more trackable than someone else, but at the end of the day, you are trackable as long as you use the internet. So unless you want to become a mysterious low-key individual that signed up to nothing except WhatsApp. But even WhatsApp, you know, there's a little message when you open a new chat to say your messages can be intercepted as well. So one way or another, bro. Yeah, the encryption message, yeah. So one way or another, you are trackable. As long as you and use- the encryption message is even fully unbreakable? No, because the police can track your messages. So, so that's what that's for? Obviously, the encryption is just talking about against hackers, isn't it? Yeah. But the, if the police can still access your messages, then what does that mean? So it's never really protected. It's never really protected, but you could say it's protected from certain user groups, if yeah. you want to call it that way. But when we see on the news about data leaks that happened here, then whatever, it means somewhere along the line encryption didn't work. But we just hope and pray that it is. Do you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, <laughs> if the police can get your, inf your texts from wherever them man are situated... It means somewhere along the line, this is information that can be accessed. So, so it's forever stored. Yeah. So that even Snapchat, bro, don't think their messages are deleted. They're not. So <laughs> you know when? It, yeah, you know when the twenty-four hours? Oh yeah. yeah. No, nah, their messages ain't gone, bro. It's just gone from your user view. But that information can still be retrieved somewhere along the line. So, Gosh, yeah, man. Before we end it, let them know where they can find you. Yeah, man. So part. obviously, if you're watching this podcast, it means you're trying to be successful. So you can find me on Instagram, Code Suite. The tags will be below. Code Suite with an underscore on the end. You can find me on Snapchat, Code Suite, Code Suite on all platforms, TikTok, and my website as well. And you can obviously join my Telegram. I'm helping people like you get access to the customers you need to make money, providing you emails, phone numbers, and many more. Just drop me a DM and we'll sort you out. So yeah, man. Brilliant. Thanks for coming down, Josh. Thanks for coming down, Josh. No problem. No problem. Get it. <laughs>